Welcome to Two Therapists Talking. The hope for this podcast is to talk about important issues related to couples and individuals who are struggling in their lives with many different issues. I'm David Thompson, a marriage and family therapist. And I'm Sherry Christensen, marriage and family therapist. Please join us as we explore these issues together, and we hope you will learn and be enlightened along the way. Come find us at twotherapisttalking.com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast. Hi, and welcome back to Two Therapists Talking. I'm Sherry. And I'm David. And we are still working through a lot of this female sexuality, desire, all of those different kinds of things. Lots of really good information. Please make sure that you check in with previous episodes on this topic so that you're well-rounded, have all the information that you need. Um, But we just really wanted to spend a lot of time on this issue because female sexuality comes up so much. It deserves a lot of time. It deserves a lot of time. It gets brushed over and brushed under the rug a lot. And I think, you know, we're taught as women oftentimes to do that and that our sexuality isn't really about us. It's about uh, the men in our lives when in reality, this is a huge piece and such an important piece for us to have for ourselves. Right. Uh, I'm reminded of a... uh, something that I read about a study that was done on uh, teenagers and their sexual experiences. And what they found was when they asked uh, teenage boys about their sexual experiences, they would share about the experience. Like, how was that? You know, and they would share about their own, like, oh, I liked this. I didn't like this, 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 and this. And then when they would ask the girls the response would be something akin to, well, I think it, I think it was good. I think he liked it. And so it was very much not even about their own experience, but it was good because their partner enjoyed it. Right. And so what we want to do is, is shift that narrative and, and allow women to embrace and enjoy their sexuality So our topic in the last episode was how, once you understand all of the background and the culture and all of that, how do you discover, rediscover your sexuality if that's been an issue, if it's been something that hasn't been where you wanted it to be in your life. And we went through several different points in that episode. And the last ones we want to discuss are really, really probably the most critical ones, I would say. Yeah. I mean, we, we spent a lot of time in the last episode on, on shifting your perspective, Mm -hmm. sort of doing what your mind needs. Internal work. And now we need to shift external. Yes. Yes. And very important. Very, very important. So if you'll remember a few episodes ago, we talked about the sexual response cycle how uh, men and women's bodies differ and how women's bodies differ from other women's bodies in that sexual response cycle and how the body responds to sexual stimulus. This one is very fascinating and really important because every woman is different. So it's really important to for every woman to know their own body 
and know how their own body works personally. Right. So a lot of times there's sort of this expectation, especially in uh, religious or other cultures where uh, sexuality was reserved for one partner um, that when I get to that point, when I end up in a sexual relationship, either A, everything's going to just work out, or B, they're going to know what to do that make that feels good for me. And the reality is, how, how in the world are they going to have any clue? Right. And it, it goes back to just relationship basics, right? Our job, right. if you ask me, in a relationship is to be loving, communicate clearly, and hold boundaries. Well, if you're not communicating clearly, they will default to them. And not because they're trying to be uh, selfish or sexually selfish. They just kind of don't, don't have, the have any input. The framework. They're not, yes. if you're not able to know yourself well enough to help them, unless they know a lot too, which maybe they do, but chances are good they may not, mm-hmm. you're going to be guessing. And yeah. without input from you, they will probably focus more on them and sex will turn into more about them. Yes. And nobody's trying to do this intentionally, but without knowing for yourself and sharing what you know, that's what will happen naturally. Yes. And nobody wants to be there because if, if she ends up liking it less and less because it's less about her, it will happen less and less. And he doesn't want that either. Right. Right. So this benefits everyone. In, we've talked in previous episodes too. And I, I love that you had brought that up, David, about that, uh, men in healthy relationships want their spouses to be engaged. Need. They don't want duty yeah. sex. No. They want engaged. You want to be here. You love to do this with me. You love to share in this with me. And so this is so much more about, it, it's so much more than just even just about you. It's about how this is going to enhance your relationship yes. as well. Exactly. So you really do have to know your own body. You have to know how your body works. You have to know what pleasures you, what feels good, what you don't like, what doesn't feel good. And one of the things that's really important to know and understand that we've touched on in in past episodes is that can change for you. That can change over time. That can change based on any number of things that happen to women's bodies, whether it is uh, stress, whether it is uh, the hormone cycle and where in the cycle you are, whether it's a pregnancy and sometimes you go through pregnancy and then the things that you liked before just really aren't the things you like anymore. Bodies change and especially women's bodies change a lot. And so these things can change over time you have to get into this understanding and mentality of, I have to know for me. And then when I know what I enjoy, then I can share that. What that looks like is a lot of actual understanding of your physiology, which we've already talked about, and being able to recognize that. Remember, we've talked in past episodes about uh, that it's much easier for men's bo- for men to be aware of their bodies and what arouses them and all of those different kinds of things because their genitalia is, uh, for the most part, external, right? It's all external. 
for women, for the most part, it's internal. And so oftentimes they will have no clue that their body is responding sexually when it is because they don't see it. They can't, they're not interacting with it uh, like men typically will end up doing with their bodies. They can see it, they can feel it. It's, it's very external. So as they're going through this, as you're going through this process, you've listened to these past episodes, you understand what is supposed to happen or what does happen when the body is aroused. And now you need to understand and see how that is with your own body. So this is where we come into what typically tends to be a fairly, uh, touchy subject, I guess, no pun intended. (laughs) Um, this can be a little bit of a struggle for, for women sometimes, because this involves actually exploring your body to see what actually is exciting or to notice when it is being aroused to pay very close attention to yourself. Uh, one of my professors and I was in this, um, in my program, our sex therapy professor, I loved how he discussed this because a lot of religious culture, masturbation, self-exploration is seen as, as very not okay. And the way that he would describe this is he would say, well, when you're sick, you take drugs And you take drugs until the issue is resolved and then you're better. You know, you don't need that anymore. And that I think is a really good way to explain how masturbation and self-exploration can actually be extremely useful within a sexual relationship uh, and for women especially to understand their bodies. This is not typically a thing that is needed for men. It's pretty rare. Men are typically very aware of their bodies and their bodies processes. So um, I know, again, we've got betrayal trauma that a lot of people that are listening are in that space. Um, I do have men who are sexual addicts that come in and talk about, oh, no, I'm just exploring my sexuality and exploring, you know, all of these things. And there isn't as nearly as much to worry about and to explore for men. And, and you can tell by questioning if it's become compulsive or not. And, right. and that's a big difference. Right. When Cherry's talking about her professor and the drugs, mm-hmm. we don't do drugs all the time. Right. And that's kind of the point, right? But sometimes drugs are exactly what will help us. Yes. And so it's kind of like that. When it becomes an all-the-time thing, when it becomes uh, a way to relieve stress, a go-to, then that mm-hmm. sort of compulsive behavior is unhealthy. And, right. and we would say that about anything. We would say that about food. We would say Absolutely. that about gaming. We would say that about you could take exercise and you know you may be going to the gym for two or three or four hours a day. Mm-hmm. So this type of exploration is necessary in the beginning, especially when you're in a process like this. And that is a great analogy of doing, taking the medications or the drugs as needed when they're needed. Yes. I like that. Yes. And so sometimes if this is still so vastly uncomfortable that you can't even think about it, 
this is something you can try to do as a couple. But let me tell you why this is is hard to do as a couple. It's a struggle. Because again, it's very hard to focus that intently on yourself when someone else is even present, let alone if someone else is participating. And that is usually why we're in this situation in the first place where, you know, if where a woman comes in and she's like, I've never had an orgasm or I don't understand or my desire is so low. And a lot of times that's because they haven't taken the time to really intently focus on themselves sufficient to understand how their body works, to understand what part of it is mental, what part of it is physical and uh, taking those barriers down. So again, this is something that, you know, I'm not throwing out there and saying, oh, everybody should be masturbating all the time or or have this self-exploration all the time. This is for the purpose of understanding yourself sufficient that you, you know what you're bringing to the relationship and you can communicate that effectively. So again, one of the things that, that we would then that I would then have a client do who is in this situation is to get comfortable and familiar with their genitalia, which is not something that happens very often. It's not, most women have never even seen their genitalia or a lot of them haven't. So that would involve getting a mirror and looking at your genitalia, becoming comfortable with it, understanding what the different parts of your genitalia are that are external. And then it involves Uh, beyond that, then exploring and appreciating your body, just like we did the affirmations for your body as a whole, but appreciating that part of those parts of your body, uh, your sexual organs and appreciating those and enjoying and appreciating that they exist and what they can provide for you, all of those different types of things. Um, And again, this is a really gentle process. A lot of women have a really hard time with this and that's okay. That's okay. There's a lot of, again, cultural influences. There's a lot of uh, body image issues that come into play here. There's just a lot of things that are there. So if you need to take a lot of time over time to do this, uh, go ahead and give yourself that space. It's okay. Um, but eventually what you want to do is get to the place where you are actually stimulating yourself and noticing what feels good and what doesn't. And one of the things when you're stepping into that space, a lot of women, uh, again, we talk about the different organs and the clitoris that is the sexual organ is simply for sexual pleasure for women, um, understanding where that is and, uh, what type of touch is stimulating that for a lot of women, it is such a sensitive organ that a lot of women really get more aroused initially if there is clothing or if there is uh, something in between a sheet or something like that in between what is stimulating if it's your hand um, or or a vibrator. I mean, like to get you the place where you can do that just with your hands, but, um, in between, so it's not skin to skin, uh, or the vibrator and the skin you want to 
to have something in between that. It helps because it's so sensitive. Uh, and if that's something also to communicate to your partner, if your partner oftentimes want to jump, wants to jump into sex, uh, it's helpful to say, hey, you know, try this with clothes on try stimulating me with my clothes on because that will give some, uh, some space where it's not quite so sensitive. And then once that's been stimulated and there's arousal there, then there's more desire for skin to skin contact. There's more desire for more direct contact. Um, so again, you're going to want to do a lot of exploration and noticing what works at the beginning, what works when you're more stimulated, um, and more aroused, uh, what different types of things to do. And that will give you information about your own sexuality and appreciating this incredible body that you have that can do these incredible things. Um, but also gives your partner information, um, that you can give them and say, Hey, I, I realize I, I really like this, or I don't like this. So you want to get to the place where you can arouse yourself to orgasm. And that can take a while at the beginning. You may find that you can get to a place of arousal, but it's a real struggle to make that last jump to an orgasm. And again, that's okay. Don't get frustrated with yourself. Just appreciate where you have been, where you've been able to come to and continue to work. As you are able to more and more, you're going to be more comfortable with what works, what doesn't work, um, and you can shorten that, that time frame. But it can take quite some time at the beginning. So make sure as you're doing this, that you feel totally safe and comfortable. Make sure you're warm. Make sure the door's locked. Make sure the atmosphere feels very comfortable where you're not worried about people walking in or interrupting or, um, or other things like that. So just create a, a lovely environment for yourself to have this experience of exploring the incredible body that you have and give yourself a good amount of time to be able to do that. And again, you're going to want to practice that until you can bring yourself to orgasm in a, in a relatively, like a, not a very long period of time. And that gives you that information to then go back and uh, take that to a partner so that they know what you like. And so that you know what you like, and the two of you can then deepen and develop that sexual relationship. Perfect. Great description. Great job. So it's a lot of, a lot of information and that can be a really tricky spot to kind of get over that hesitation initially. But again, remember this is, this is a specific something to help for a specific period of time so that you understand and can help your partner understand yourself and what makes you you and what you enjoy. And that brings so much more depth and wholeness and enjoyment to your sexual relationship. It's not just for you. It should be for you. 
but then the ripple effect is it enhances your sexual relationship with your partner so much more. Yep. And it is your body. Yes. And hopefully you know your body well, and that only helps them. Yep. So thank you for joining us. And as we're talking about some of these sensitive topics, but hopefully ones that can really help enhance your relationships and your own appreciation for your body. And we're confident that they will. And so we hope Mm -hmm. that this has been helpful and you find a way to apply this in your life. I'll see you later. Thank you for listening to Two Therapists Talking. We look forward to sharing more conversations with you. Connect with us at twotherapisttalking.com or email podcast at twotherapisttalking.com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast.